Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire. Brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues of having an urban We're here for another episode of the Urban Wire. Tonight is actually a special edition night. We're going to get into a little um, mature rated R action. But it's not going to be that deep, but we're going to have a little fun. We're going to have some mature talk. Um, This is pretty much for people 21 and over. You know, we're going to talk about um, a lot tonight, especially in the entertainment um, field. We're going to discuss the entire cat stacks situation, and we're going to have some music. We're going to have, um, tell me what's going to go on tonight. Uh, Michael Snyder, he will be in um, after 11 tonight, um, and DeAndre will be with us shortly. Um, but like I said, we're going to do that, have some audio for you. Um, and on top of that, we are going to have the entire um, Fantasia Good Morning America interview, so keep it locked. If you want to call in, the number is area code 646-915-8200, or if you want to um, chat, just go ahead and register for free on blogtalkradio.com. Our actual page is blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW, or you can just search us, um, UCOFW, um, do a key search like that. But definitely hit us up, guys. We have a we have a jam packed show. It's gonna be off the hook tonight. So we're gonna go to a song, and uh, we're gonna come right on back, and we're gonna have a good old time. I'm 
be right back. We're going to go to another quick song. I think we had um, DeAndre online, but I think we lost her. So we're going to go to another quick song, and uh, we're going to be right back. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, whipping work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start. My Rolls Royce triple black, I'm Geechee House. Ballin' in the club, bottles like I'm Meechee House. Rose, that's my nickname. Cocaine running in my big veins. Self-made, you just affiliated. I built it ground up, you bought it renovated. Talking plenty capers, nothing's been authenticated. Funny you claiming the same bitch that I'm penetrating. Hold the bottles up. Where my comrades, where the fucking felons, where my dogs at, huh? I got that Archie Bunker, and it's so white I just might charge a double. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, whipping work, hallelujah. One nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. Motherfuckers mad that I'm icy Stunt so hard, make them come and date me I think I'm Big Meech, look at my time piece It's an out of mirror, honey racks and leaf Look at yourself, now look at me You can't see a nigga, I'm what you used to be Look at it this way, you niggas sideways Always getting money, my nigga crime pays so fuck a nigga, I'm self-made You a sucker nigga, I'm self-paid It's for my broke niggas, it's for my rich niggas Got a hundred on the head of a snitch nigga I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover Whipping work, hallelujah One nation, under God Real niggas getting money from the fucking start I think I'm Big Meech Larry Hoover, getting work, hallelujah, the ghost. one nation, under God, real niggas getting get money from the fucking yeah. star. Get 36, holes leave you bleeding fans, words to them 36, O's in a kilogram. Blunt tip, orange like caviar, wildin' out, fishtail and Subaru, rally car. Out the passenger, letting the order matter, y'all. Egg of that girl, I'll knock your mommy and your daddy off. Fuck around and knock the emblem on that carry off. Four shooters bugging out, looking at your carry doors. And did I mention? Guns from Red Dead Redemption, 9 mils, 50 clip extension, focus like a mattress in the hood, I'm flipping on it, and the money's like a chair, I'm sitting on it, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, 
whipping work. Hallelujah. One nation under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Getting work. Hallelujah. One nation under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. Right, we are back, and um, we have Miss DeAndre online. Yes, you do. What you doing, girl? <laughs> Nothing with speaking my face asking. Girl, you know, I know it's been a long day. I know you had to come in and get ready and get it together. And, uh, exactly. It's going to be a jam-packed show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, tell us what what do we have on the um, wire tonight? What, what are we going to talk about? We have some hot topics, actually. Yeah. Well, I think we need to go to another number to another um, song because I think we're getting some feedback in the phone. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get 
So I'm going to go to another phone and call back in, and we're going to get started. We have all kinds of technical difficulties. Yeah. Is that cool? That's fine. All right, then. We'll do that. Notice. You just do it for yourself, you the fucking coldest Intelligent too, ooh, you my sweetheart I've always liked my women book and street smart Long as they got a little class like half days And the confidence to overlook my past ways Time heals all, and heels hurt to walk in But they go with the clutch that you carry your lip gloss in And look, I really think nobody does it better All right, you, you there, DeAndre? Yes, I am Okay, that's a lot better all right, we got to get into it because I'm telling you, we got, you thought we, we, we had a lot to talk about the last show, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And today we're going to, you know, we coming for you, Miss Catsbacks. We coming for you because, you know, this has just been a mess. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so sick of these floozies thinking they can get some famous success off the coattail of somebody else. And, you know, we're uh, we going to have to get in it and get on it today. So, uh, tell us, because I know you just recently heard about Cass Dex, so what do you feel about her? <laughs> you know what I say, do not to laugh, because she is funny, because, you know, I don't understand that she be singing, seriously. Like, I don't know if she's speaking Jimmy Jabba or whatever, but it's not English. From what you said, you said you thought she was one of the girls. Mm-hmm. First hour. Well, honey, let me tell you, she is a mess. Well, we're going to start out with some clips. We're going to get right into it. Let me set this thing up for y'all. We're going we gonna to get into it because we got about three, four clips of her tonight. Now, the first thing, if y'all don't know who Castax is, she's the girl that's been going around um, pretty much trying to get fame by sleeping with everybody, stripping and doing all this stuff, doing all kinds of tricks. I called her a bowl of tricks in the last show. But she's been trying to uh, sleep with all these these rappers and stuff like this. I know she's um, messed with Fabulous. She's messed with um, uh, Nelly. But this recent one allegation that she's had, she was with um, Soldier Boy. And I'm going to set this scene up for you real quick. We're going to come back and talk about it. Now, in this particular clip, she was in um, this hotel in ATL with Soldier Boy, and she is pretty much, while he was in the shower, she went around showing, showing this, you know, little suite that she's in. But she goes to this table where there's, a, there's like, three lines of coke, and she's putting him on blast, like, really. And, like, um, I want you guys to hear this. So, I, you know, I just want to put it in context so you know what you're listening to. And then we're going to come back to it. And then after that, there's another clip we're going to play with her um, going at it with um, Natalie Nunn from last season, uh, Bad Girls Club, which we got to hear that because baby Natalie let her have it. You hear me? So we're going to go right into this first clip, and we're going to come right back to you. Yes, I am. So, 
I guess she put okay, we're gonna start off with her putting out now you you remember last season of um the Bad Girls Club, right? Of course, you know me, I stay tuned in to Bad Girls. Of course. That's your show, right? Mm-hmm. Um you remember when she was talking to Natalie? Remember Natalie on the Bad Bad Girls Club, you know and you know how she got into it, you know, was always into it with the girls. And she mm-hmm. the one that forced her to get up. But mm-hmm. I guess, like, you know, she had these, you know, she wanted her mouth, uh, you know, cast back, which her real name is Andrea Herrera, but that's just her little uh, stage name, I guess. But she had some words for Natalie. So let's go to this audio real quick, and we're going to come right back to this. I can find it. Okay, I think this is it. Well, let's go. Okay, here we go. Yes, big bitch. Yes, I'm back. Well, I was watching this interview of Fabulous. Talking shit about me, talking about that I tried a audition for the Body Out video. But I didn't get hired because my bag was too long. Back to the motherfucker. He got to pay me $200 to work. Hell no, this 
She just had, she has no shame for herself. I mean, you know, she a hoe. Okay. She seems to be pretty proud of it. I mean, I mean the, you know, if she's really that proud of what she's doing and she's really that, uh, having that much fun or, and, you know, enjoying what she's doing enough to put herself out there like that, you probably can't convince her that there's any shame in it. But you think? Do you think that's probably because she's young? Because she's getting around. She's doing all this stuff. She's not even twenty-one. Do you think she's gonna regret this when she gets older? That's a story well. She doesn't. I would hope that one day she would. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, life has a funny way of showing us all some regrets. But 
I'm, I'm sure she's going to regret it. You know, she may actually, you know, God willing, she actually decides to do something with herself one day, and then she's going to look back on and be like, wow, it's hard to have a serious life where people take me seriously here and respect me after what I've done so much in the past. Right. So so what do you have to say about it, DeAndre? You know what? You know who I think she's trying to be like? And she's totally not going to be like her. I think I got a clue, but I, I, I want to hear Is it Miss Corinne Stephan or whatever her name is? Yeah, Superhead. Yeah, so her, she ain't going to ever be her. You are young, dumb, and full of crime. Literally. And then if you have a child, sweetie, hopefully your child don't see the way you acting on YouTube. Ooh, girl, you know she is a child, girl. We're going to get to this clip next. I'm glad you brought that up because... Um, Natalie pretty much told her she came back for again in another in another video and told her this is this is just a small clip from like a about five minute um video and you can find it on um to but she is pretty much telling her, um, you need to be a mother. You need to be a mother because she does actually have a child, actually. Which doesn't surprise me. So we're going to go to this clip real quick, and I want you to hear what Miss Natalie has to say about cat sex, not being a good mother. To other people already in the past, you're a mother. You have a baby. Be a mom. It's not fucking cute, bitch, to fucking sit on the fucking Internet, talk about how loose you are, how you're uneducated, you can't speak fucking proper English, and you think it's cute. No, it's not cute, bitch. And I'm here to tell you, get a fucking education, go back to school, it's never too late to get a fucking degree in anything, and number three, bitch, be a mom. Take fucking childhood development 101, because you're a fucking ass can't even support your own fucking kid. You fuck, you're the type of bitch who throws their kid in the garbage can. The only fucking shit you're going to be on on TV is CNN for fucking being a bad mom who throws their kid in a garbage can, you stupid fucking bitch. Yeah, Natalie from the Bad Girls Club is letting Cat Stacks know you're a bad mom. The first thing you need to do in life is take care of yourself and your fucking kid. What are you doing? You're worried about being on world star hip-hop, you fucking bitch. Go get your kid back from Child Protective Service because you are the reason why Angelina Jolie, all these fucking people are adopting black babies because you can't fucking take care of your fucking kid. You stupid fucking cunt. I said it, yeah. Natalie, you're a fucking cunt. You probably don't even know how to spell that fucking word. You dumb, uneducated, stupid ass bitch. Well, she summed that up pretty well, didn't she? Wow. I think she summed it up. Yeah. She definitely put the icing on that cake for real. Okay. Well, I guess it's a good thing about that rant was that uh, at least CPS has the children to give the children maybe a better chance. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, 
pretty much, I mean, I know some people be like, what? She has some nerve to talk about her because she's on Bad Girls Club, this, that, and the other, but you know what? Don't kill the messenger. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Kill the message if you hating because, you know, she has some valid points. Like, instead of trying to come for, like, celebrities that are out of your league, which you need to leave them alone, I think that she pretty much summed it up. Like, I just, what kind of mother are you, and where's your child? The kind of mother her mother was. What you say? The kind of mother her mother was. Yeah. And as sad as it is, like, you know, I, I really can't come for her because in a way I, I can't come for her, but in a way, when we look at this whole situation, it's really kind of sad because, like, obviously there's some type of mental issues there, and I'm not saying that to be condescending, but someone that will willingly put themselves out there, there is something there psychologically that needs, or some void that needs to be filled. And it's just, it's very disturbing to hear that, you know, it's just I, I don't I don't know what to say about this situation. I mean, and the thing about it is, girl, you cheating yourself out because, girl, you pretty much you broke. You ain't you ain't you not gonna have anything to show for it. At least with Corinne Stephens, you can say what you want to say about her, but at least she got paid. The girl's writing books. She's making money. She, at least she's profiting off of being a house. That's right. If you, call, if you call her a house, she's a pay house. So. Okay. But, girl, she's on YouTube. She ain't doing, she's not doing anything. Why uh-uh, she is. She's talking about she's on VH1 or something like that. But, girl, seriously. Which VH1? VH1? Are you serious? <laughs> really? I mean, at least Corinne Stephens has sat on the stage and had an interview with Oprah before. Mm. Are you serious? I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, when these kids grow up and they start to get a little bit older, and, you know, whether, you know, hopefully there was somebody else, you know, they're going to look back and can you imagine the embarrassment that those kids will have? Be traumatized. Yeah. I mean, especially when these kids get, and you know how cruel kids are, like, especially these kids today, like, Right. Can you imagine like how they're going to be teasing? And you know, like all kids getting kids can get on the internet younger, and they they know more about the internet than we do. You know what I'm saying? They can get on there and find sure. anything they want to find, and they're going to find this this child's mother on on YouTube going off talking talking smack, getting her ass beat by all these different people, getting smacked around. And do you think he's gonna respect he or she's gonna respect women? Like if it's a, if it's, if her her child's a uh, uh, um, daughter, do you think that she's gonna grow up to be in functional relationships with men, and vice versa? You know, like it's she is really setting her child up for failure. Yeah, I'm sure I am 100 percent positive she hasn't thought that far enough in advance. Girl, she can't even. That would actually require her to rub two brain cells together. And, and that she my, ain't got. Yeah, that that she ain't got. With all them damn dick. Let me shut my mouth up. I'll let you all, them, all that 
all that sperm that ran up in her brain and all, all them all them drugs and alcohol that she's been consuming. I mean, you you really surprised? That she, do you really think she's gonna think? You know, her future through she can't even think till next week what she has to do probably. You well, know, she knows one. She gotta fly down the pole, so she knows what she's gonna do the next day because it's not the seven day thing. Oh, she she knows that. She 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 she's gonna fly down the pole. And I'm not talking yet, well, literally, she's going to slide down the pole at the strip club, but she's going to slide down another pole. And what's she going to get? Girl, you talking about what you making in the night, girl. You you mean to tell me you're going to put your, put a value on your stuff like you a whore? Like, I don't respect anybody that puts a value on themselves. Well, literally, she ain't spending her money on the right thing because she needs some reserve style. <laughs> <laughs> Learn no foreign language. She ain't even mastering the English language. No, but I don't mean foreign language, but she needs some English. For real. Yeah, that's the same. That's English. Like, girl, you can't even put a decent and coherent sentence together, sweetheart. Are you for real? Like, seriously, like, are you for real? Like, and then you want to get on. First of all, how you going to get online and put people on blast when you, 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 oh, God. Well, and but you speak right. And one thing too is, she's popular. She's putting it out there. People, everybody in the whole nation can see and hear this stuff. How many people are doing the same thing? That's just not popular. Can you elaborate? Well, I'm. I mean, she's got all the attention drawn to her because obviously she's putting it out there in the open. But the sad part is, think about how many people are do how many people out there do the same thing. They just don't have access to the pub, publicity. Yeah, you're right. And, and I guess, like you know, in their eyes, like they're doing stuff like that to get attention. But um, I can see where how that is. I, I can see how that is. Like uh, they may not seek fame for it, but they may seek the attention of another man. Right. I mean, it goes on. Of course, we know it goes on. Right. This one's just being right. out there and has access to the publicity to it. Man, this is crazy. So do you have anything else to add about this situation, uh, Mr. Andrew? Yeah, I just... I'm cat stacks now, but I, I, I want to know if you have something else to say about it's, it. It's just sad, and I just don't want to see another YouTube of this thing that can't speak English talking about how she didn't up somebody. I mean, that's just, look, that's just nasty, seriously. You know, and then she tells you what hotel she didn't up these people in. I don't want to see that, but I don't want to see a, a YouTube video where, they, where she's getting smacked around again, or they talk about this girl that being found dead. In some back alley. Well, she needs to choose her wife currently, then. Girl. How about, how about she do this? How about she shut her legs and shut her damn mouth? How about that? Or go back to school. It'd be a nice start, but good luck getting her to do it. Oh, yeah. Or a couple of opening your legs. I mean, but all she's seeing is dollar signs. That's pretty much that's all. That's the only thing she's seeing. 
Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, he had the dollars, you know, just good money, but shit. What's money with no damn mind? Yeah, you right about that. You ain't going nowhere. You want to slide down the pole for the rest of your life. Good education. these low-lifted men that, that's messing with this girl, knowing that she ain't right. And then why would you want to sleep with a girl that, that's been around like that? She done been the coast to coast. She done, she done uh, hopped from train to train and had trains ran on her. And you, and you, you want to, you want to mess with that. You want to mess with that. You want to put your thing up in that. It, it puts your life at risk. I guess look at the culture. Yeah. Cheap hooker. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap this uh, section up because this this is just a hot mess. I didn't know this girl was out here like this until I really started researching her. I know because you were telling me about her. And I'm like, who the hell is a cat stacks? And, girl, she must not be relevant. She couldn't be because ain't nobody heard of her. Who the hell? Because I was like, who the hell is a cat stack? And I looked up, and then here, this ghetto, you know what. Ah, you got it. I can see how I'm Maury. I swear to God, I can see how I'm Maury. Seriously. You know you the father of my child. Don't be a trying to deny my child. I know who I slept with. I slept with Soldier Boy, Fabulous Cousin, him, and five other people. I forget. Uh... I don't know. Bitch. And then, see, yeah. and they want to get mad. Like I said in the last show, I see, then you, then you want to get mad when these men don't want nothing to do with you. And I'm like, girl, like, seriously, like, look at how you conduct yourself. Don't look, you, you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife, and you sure are definitely a hoe. And you know, know why I'm being with it, because... Not to cut you off, but you know I'm, you know men can smell a hole from a mile away. Right. It's it's, it's like smelling catfish. I mean, smelling some a damn can of tuna, a cat. You know you you know you, you put out a can of tuna and you gonna have all the cats exactly. in the neighborhood coming to that can, trying to eat out that can. Exactly. Wouldn't be surprised if you got the bug, if you know what I mean. Mm. And on that note, we're gonna go to a quick song, and then when we come back, uh, I got a, I got a song for you, Deandra. I, I, I got a I, I got a song for you. This is I know this, I know you like this song. So uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be back with some more entertainment. But Deandra, I'm sending this one out for you.
Italian, I just got My feet, they speak Italian, walk so high I could do baby things a lot My sponsor, he go and bye 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 He ain't no square, he just like to share In love with a tip of throwing harness in the air So some over here And Louis, just the Louis, just the Louis in my lap And I'm a lady say The girl, girl, girl say
right, we're back. Uh, so, what did you think about this song, DeAndre? You know, I'm going to kill you, by it. Because, <laughs> you know, I do not like that song. <laughs> if I had to sing that to get a sponsor, he'd probably leave me. <laughs> he might think I'm slow. But bye, bye, bye. What the hell? <laughs> That's all I got to say about that, because y'all know where I'm going. Girl, you got to at least, I think you at least like the beat, don't you? Do you like the beat? I don't like Soulja Boy Pipe and whoever else was that. You know, you know that's, that, that's, that's nothing wrong with that song, girl. You know, that's a cute little number. Mm-mm, but I can tell it didn't take her too much time to write it. <laughs> <laughs> and Soulja Boy part either. Ooh. Sound like he got that right off the um, Cracker Jack box. Well, I mean, you know, like like you said, we've been, it goes along with what we've been talking about tonight, girls looking for men that be their be the sponsor. Mm. But maybe he might be looking for a sponsor too. <laughs> huh? I said maybe he's looking for a sponsor too. Who, who's looking for? You, you said you looking for a sponsor. I said no, maybe he's looking for a sponsor too. You know who I'm talking about? Ooh. <laughs> you saying she? Um, as in so? Oh, never mind. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, you know we can't do that right now. He got too much time right now. You know, she done pulled out the coke and all that. That's already enough right there. We better stop. Mm-hmm. The yeah, Soulja Boy come for us. And I'm not trying to, I, I, I ain't trying to come for Soulja Boy, but I, that song, Pretty Boy Swag, no. No, we I'm, we can't do that. We can't do that. Pretty Boy they, Swag, are you serious? Mm-hmm. What wrong man would be bumping that here? And it's something out here, too. And if you hear him playing that, you already know. We, mm-hmm. I got you, boo. Well, you if what, you singing that and you hanging your head out the car just thinking you really pretty boy, I'm like, mm-hmm, you guys, mm-hmm. I see you, girl. That's exactly what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, ooh, look at him. I took that thing Miss Quadere Howard. I got to shout out to uh, Miss Quadair. Yes, I love that saying. Clocking the T where the T needs to be clocked. That's definitely where the T needs to be clocked because I'm going to tell you, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I don't understand how a grown man call himself a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to listen to that song. And, and the song, and I wonder if that was a song he threw together. Like, you can tell he didn't take him that time, no time to write that either. Because remember the hop about the dead song, too? Yeah, you mm. wonder why people like Ice-T and Snoop Dogg and all the OGs in the game, the original, uh, the, the pioneers of the rap game, he wondered why they coming for him. But you putting out stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? It's but sad, but... We're going to move right along to our last entertainment story for the day, and then we're just going to uh, get on our topic, which we never got on to our last show. We're going to get on to it. Late night edition, relationships and sex talk one-on-one. We're going to get on that next. We're going to get on this last show. We're gonna, we actually have some clips, well, a clip from the Good Morning America show, Robin, she did an interview with Fantasia Barino, 
and after actually listening to the interview, it kind of helped me put uh, what Fantasia's been going to going through in perspective. You know what I'm saying? I have a newfound like respect for her, but still, I, I don't. I still don't. I can't. Still, no matter what I hear, I still can't give her a pass for sleeping with another woman's man. I I just can't do it. You know, I love Fantasia to death, and I will be getting her CD because we're going to do a review on her CD. And I know it's hot like fire because I heard everybody say it's good. But I just I, I can't give her a pass. I just can't. You know? I understand. Love it up to I don't know. Maybe your opinion will change. Um, You know, we're going to play this um, interview from Good Morning America. And we're going to come back and discuss it. Um, and then we're going to go to um, another couple of songs. Then we're going to get into the topic of the evening. And then we're going to close out. Ms. Mel, for her first live sit down, is Fantasia. It is so good to see you. You too. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm better. Better. Well, you have so many people. Our studio is jam packed downstairs who just absolutely love you, adore you, and want only the best for you. And we were all just taken aback when you, as you just said, it wasn't an accident. You've been through so much, Fantasia. What, what made this appear to be the breaking point for you? See, I was just overloaded with everything. Uh, with carrying six years of, of so much. You know, I always take a look and keep on ticking. And, you know, I, everybody feels like I'm so strong. She's tough. She's got it. She's got it. And um, it just became heavy for me um, and to the point where I just wanted to be away from the noise. You know, I always said that it seems like when I go and try to do the good things to better myself, it doesn't blow up like all the drama blows up. Mm-hmm. You know, not too long ago I received my high school diploma. And it was something I was really, really proud of, and it didn't go anywhere. But the first little piece of drama that they can find, it just it blew up so much, and I just began to get tired of, of taking... Um, I'm just taking so many licks. When you keep saying that there's been so what? much, can you just give us a little more insight into, because we don't know what's going well, on in your world. I have to take it back, even so that when I, that I stepped on the idol stage, you know, I, I caught so much drama about being a young mom, not having my high school diploma, the way I spoke, me taking off my shoes. There was always something wrong with, uh, with me, and they, they kept trying to point out little things that I fought through that, and I won the idol. Coming after that, I, I did my Lifetime movie, and I did my book, and I spoke about just my life before then, the struggles that I went through to get to where I am today. Um, and they picked out things about that that they didn't like, and they, they lashed out, and they, they had uh, uh, conversations, and comedians had things to say, but I took a lick, and I kept on ticking. Um, the foreclosure, uh, it's just so many things that I had to to deal with, me losing, almost losing my whole career, and not having management, and lawyers, and everybody who said they had my back, nobody taking care of me, me taking care of my whole family so much that people don't understand they just see the glitz and the glamour and they feel like life is so perfect but we're human and we go through things and I was telling uh, one of my friends the other day I get to speak with a life coach now and that's something that I've never done I never went and just spoke with somebody and, and, and put it all out there and said listen I'm tired I need to, I need to move on somebody now 
And I'm glad that I have a life coach in my life because he's been teaching me some things. And he asked me, he said, you know, are you ready to go back to work? And at first I didn't think I was ready to come back because I didn't know what I was stepping into. Um, but he drew out this iceberg and he drew the tip of the iceberg. And the, tip, the, the, the very top of the iceberg is what people see, which is the glitz, the glamour, the smile, right. the lovely spirits. But he said up under there is a much bigger piece that nobody gets to see. And he said, uh, what's up under there? And I said, well, there's hurt, there's pain, there's uh, trust issues, uh, um, there's, there's being lonely, all these things that people don't get to see uh, with Fantasia. And he says, well, which side are you going to show? And I thought I was going to say the wrong answer, but I said, I think I'm going to show both. And he says, I think you're ready to go back somewhere. Well, that's good to you. I mean, you've been very an open book. You've written a book. You've had your life story that you started, in, and it was really trying to understand more of what was going on to get you to that point because that can help other people too. There was a statement from your manager who said that morning you read a complaint that was followed by the wife of, of Antoine Cook and that you read it that morning, the day that you tried to take your life. Was, was any of that going through your mind before you took those pills? Um, you know, I think everybody feels like I tried to harm myself over a man, but, you know, I've been in a lot of bad relationships, <laughs> you know, so I think it was, that had somewhat to do, to do with it because, you know, it was so heavy, it was brand new information, I was already going through so much, but I think it was just six years of, of everything, of me holding all that stuff on the inside and not letting it out, um, and I just got very, very tired. That's more cumulative than anything else, uh, all combined, but you said there was a a nurse there because we heard you say that when you woke up, you're like, I'm still here. You didn't want to be here at that time when you woke up? You know, I, I, I think when I woke up, I, I figured out, like, oh, God, it's, it's going to be more drama. You know, I know all these nurses, they know me. Uh, they probably voted for me. And I felt like it's gonna, this hospital is going to be just full of press in just one second. But they became my friends. You know, um, I was in the hospital and I wasn't in the hospital up under my name. They gave me a different name. Um, nobody asked me anything about what was going on in the press. And they just began to talk to me, talk to me about my nails, my hair, hair's cute. And, you know, I, I, I felt so much better. And I have to say thank you to one of, one of my nurses. Her name is Melanie. She was an older lady, older mother, really strict. And, you know, she would come in and make me eat, make me get up and walk around. And she came in with a magazine, uh, Sister to Sister magazine. And she said, you know what, I don't read magazines like this. She said, but my husband brought it to the house, and I opened it up, and look who was in it. And she pulled it up, and it was me. And she looked at me and said, you got to get out of here, and you got to go back to work. And for me, that was when I felt like, you know what, there are people who love to support me and just want to see me keep going and who've been through the same thing. She began to tell me all her life stories, and I said, you know what, there's no perfect person. And I'm just thankful for all the nurses and the doctors who were there for me because they didn't treat me like Fantasia, they treated me like Tasia, and I needed that. That was very powerful, very, very, very powerful. And, you know, I heard that interview, and I was like, wow, you know, I know sometimes in life we make poor decisions. Um, but, you know, there's, there's always a chance to pick yourself up, you know, and, and move on, you know. And I, I really, you know, I really, I really feel for her. 
you know, um, and I'm glad that she's 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 getting the help that she needs now. She she has somebody that is um, coaching her in the right direction. But the answer, let me ask you this. Let me ask you both of you guys. Do you think that with her committing suicide, do you think it's too soon for her to be going back out like that? Hmm. Well, my opinion, I think, I don't know. I mean, sometimes that depends entirely on the person and the strong will of the person. You know, obviously she, I'm sure, has a, well, obviously she has the coach and, I'm sure there's a therapist or counselor involved in this as well. Now, that's going to have to be best decision laid up to them, but I don't think if it was me, I'd be ready to go back just yet. You said you would. I said, I don't, if it was me, I don't think that I would be ready to go back just yet. And I kind of question her life coach. Like, who would tell, tell her to go back that quick, but I, I don't know. You know, I, I, really don't I think know. I would. I think I would because it would take her mind off some of the things. Yeah. Well, that depends, well, I, I guess, I kinda, so much on the individual person, really. Yeah. I, I kind of feel one thing that a couple things she can do to release some of the stress. She, she needs to quit taking care of these grown. I'm trying to. I'm trying not to cuss. She needs to quit taking care of these all these grown people. And yes. you stop feeling like she's obligated to take care of her family. Mm-hmm. Because if they're ruining your house, they're ruining, you know, you, they have no respect for the rules and boundaries that you have, and they're making your life a living hell, then someone or something has to go. And you know, Michael. Oh, yeah. You know my, that, fam- that famous saying now from Medea, you, you know, you know that she said, <laughs> there will be peace. This <laughs> made a steal. You go ahead and go and tell. You know that quote better because you you you. I'd rather be comment. having dinner with a sock puppet and a goldfish rather than sitting around my house here wanting to tell somebody's doing. Okay. <laughs> I'll be beating. What she said? I'll be beating the hell out of everything. He says maybe. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling rebuking you. The, rebuking Satan and beating the hell out of everything else that gets out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Miss Tyler, not Miss Tyler Perry. Oops, Mr. Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to love him. Like the first time. Uh, ooh. Oops. Okay. I did it again. <laughs> she taking responsibility for what she has done 
because I haven't followed this that closely myself. I apologize for that, but is she? Uh, I think she is. Really? Because, you know, if she's taking responsibility for her actions and then decide, okay, yep, you know what, I got this messed up, you know, too much going on, too much crap, okay, got my feet planted now, okay, let's push on through this. Hey, that's, I guess, the best you could hope for anybody, really. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I guess, I guess that's, you know, that's all that needs to be said. If she's taking responsibility for, you know, her part in, you know, all this, then I, you know, I have respect for her. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's all about picking up and uh, just keep it, keep it moving. That's, that's, my, that's my, that's my, that's my, huh? Ah, go ahead. Keep it moving. You know, you gotta keep it moving. So, well, we're gonna take a, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go to a couple, a song or three. And uh, when we come back, we're gonna wrap up the show. We're gonna talk about our uh, adult conversation tonight, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, kind of relate it to some personal issues and stuff like that, and things that we know that's on our personal lives right now. And um, once again, if you guys want to call in, it's um, area code six four six nine one five eight two zero zero. Um, we will be on till twelve thirty, so feel free to hit us up. Um, give us some feedback. I know some of you guys are just listening to the, the live link, and but if you guys want to um, get online and chat with us, go ahead, register, and come to our uh, page, Blog Talk Radio slash UCOFW, or just call us at that number I gave, and uh, we will be back after uh, these two songs.
game. You guys should really go check her out. She has a lot of inspirational videos. She has I need to get, uh, comical uh, videos, everything. So you guys should check her out. I'm glad you survived that. She is a cancer survivor. And um, she's just a really yeah, I need to get a, uh, type of person, something. you know. So um, anybody that wants to get advice, you can always hit her up. Um, she'll answer your emails. She's just a real person, real down-to-earth type of person, and you guys should check her out. Go ahead and make that. Now, now with that being said, and one of them, I need no onion or pickle. Um, we are back. I'm going to do it in the future, but I was going to get the spicy chicken milk for the super. Um, what is this noise in the background? Hello? That would be, of course, Miss Ghetto Diva. Miss <laughs> Ghetto Diva, oh, yeah. Girl, tell me, you at the, you at the drive-thru. You already know. Getting your pico, pico and your mayo in your mayo girl. Uh-huh, hopefully a man will be with the super-sized man. Mm. All right, then. <laughs> relationship I have ever seen in my entire life. Get out of it. 
but beat the person's ass before you get out of it. Do you choose? Well, you know, this sounds an awful lot like a relationship that I was in one time. Mm. But I would like to say, you know, thankfully I got smart. However, I can relate a lot to that situation. I could expand on this topic a lot. Really? Yeah, well, let's, let's just call let's just call the gentleman John Doe. <laughs> You're laughing already. Because <laughs> he knows. <laughs> oh, wow. That must be something hot. That must be a hot topic. <laughs> he knows that which I refer to, but we'll just call John Doe here. Um, John Doe was involved in a relationship with me, and we were together for quite a few years. And first couple of years, absolutely magical, wonderful. Then all of a sudden, there was a computer. And upon mm. the entrance of this computer, there became, well, there came to light a lot of websites. And personally, I have a little difficulty if you are in a you're relationship. You're not talking about Google.com or you're not talking about Google.com or. Uh, oh, I'm not talking about Google.com. I'm called. I'm talking about hoeitout.com or something like that. I don't know. God help me if that's a website. It might be. But wow. <laughs> kind of come off the top of my head there. <laughs> but, uh, Yahoo. Yahoo.com. Well. So anyway. John Doe was all over these sites. Like, have you put on your profile on there that you're in a relationship? Uh, no? Oh, gee. Hmm. I don't know. Let me stop like that. So what is it? Just friends? You what now? So what do you have on there? Just looking for friends? Um, yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah, well, no, he was, he had been with me by this point a couple of years. And, Hmm. uh, so... You know, I'm like, do you have listed on there if you're really just chatting to make friends? Of course, I wasn't <laughs> buying it. But, you know, are you really just chatting to make some friends? Um, yeah. Okay. And why does it say you're single? Oh, uh, I'll change that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Really, your profile picture on there is a little bit risque. Um mm. Nothing bad, bad, but not something that I would put up on a site, but hey, whatever. I'm like, um, hmm, well, how about I put up a picture? He says, how about I put up a picture of you and me together? That way people will be able to see that I'm in a relationship, and I'm just here to make friends. Okay. Uh All right. Sounds good. Why don't I get an account there? Oh, no, you you probably wouldn't like it. Uh-huh, okay, sure. For me, just to say, after fast-forward another year, there was a, a lot of infidelity that took place, and my dumb ass took it. I took it. I, I sure did. I was like, the next time he'll quit, he'll stop this, he'll start being, well, he'll start loving me like he used to. He'll do this, da-da-da-da-da-da. Needless to say, it didn't happen. And eventually, some point when you emotionally hit the bottom, all you can take. Somewhere in there, when you hit the bottom, you don't have a whole lot further left to go. You have no dignity left. You have no self-respect left. 
you started looking around for a way to climb out of it. And eventually, thank God, I had a stroke of intelligence and dug my way back out of it and said, listen, after the last infidelity incident, I was like, you got to go. This isn't going to work. And he cried. The sick part, the sick kind of twisted part to this is that individual, I'm sure they loved me as much as they as an individual possibly could. However, as much as they possibly could was not going to be on the level that I required for me and for my own self-respect and my own dignity. And I finally got the intelligence to get out of it. Now, I'm sure that's not a story that's new to anybody. I'm sure that many people out there have been through a very similar situation, probably even worse. Oh, wow. But what Seneca's talking about is wise. I'm just, I'm just hitting the high points here. We could go into a lot more detail of other things, but I understand we have a time frame. So, and, and we're going to probably have another show. Um, but let me tell you, so what, what is your advice to anyone who's going through a situation that's similar to that, whether it's a heterosexual couple or a relationship or uh, a gay or a lesbian relationship, you know, what what would be your advice for anyone who's going through that and they think that the person's going to change, but uh, they've proven proven time and time again that they haven't? What would what would be your advice to that person? If they have proven to you that they're not, they keep don't listen to what they're saying. Look at what they're doing. You know, if this person is actually making an effort to do something and get their life together and treat you better and work it with you, maybe even go into a couples counseling or whatever, you know, if they're making the effort to be a better person, man or woman, work with that. If you don't see anything change and you, oh, they won't do it again, you are lying to yourself. And unless you just like the misery and like the personal torture, then stay. If you don't and you want a better life for yourself, then get the hell out. Because the only thing it's going to do is continue to bring you misery. And, hey, who knows? In today's day and age, it could bring you a little bit more than misery. It could bring you a gift that maybe might keep on giving. Mm. You know, it's not worth it. Get out. Wrap that up. Send it right on back to where they came. Or just don't even show up to my front steps. <laughs> I'll tell you what. FedEx <laughs> just not going to deliver that package that day. They're going to have to return the sender, buddy. Right. And I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not taking it. Yeah, that's almost like that I was fortunate enough to get out before anything like that happened. Mm -hmm. But if you enjoy the misery and enjoy the constant hurt and the torture and the loss of your own dignity and respect, stay. Okay. Yeah, that's almost like us women. That's almost like us women, you know. They'd be like, Well, you know, you know, he hit me, you know, yeah, but he he'll change, you know. And they know when he ain't gonna change. Exactly. And they just stay there. And I'm trying to see, how are you so in, how is, how have love got you that deep to where you let a man boop up you upside your head? Come on now. You'd be surprised. It doesn't actually take place. Like, like, bop you upside your head like one of them things, that Chuck E. Cheese, you hit them with that thing, them beef. You know what I'm saying? I know. And it's almost like. Across, across your head, they. They punch you in your damn face. That's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. and, and it's almost like, you know, I like it, so I done gave you a key to all my stuff. You know, I'm going to get you them fresh pair of Jordans because I know you love them and you'll hit me in my eye again. 
you know, I don't, I'm a little off with that. Let me ask you this. Let me guys ask you this. I mean, I want your opinion on this. Does it seem to you that, um, and I, I'm just gonna say women, but you know, you apply this to your own situation. But does it seem like it almost gets you farther by like when you see people that, okay, you have a woman will have a man that will accept her and her two, three, four, five kids. Okay, I'm about to preach here. I'm about to preach. I got to get my preaching voice on. <laughs> you want to accept? You want to accept the man that 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 accepts you and kids that are not even his, and you you want to treat that man like crap. You want to walk all over him. You want to call him weak. You know, and you we know a situation like this, right, DeAndre? And I'm not going to get into detail, but we know a situation like this. This man is accepting you and your bastard child. And I'm not, anyway, so we're going to go right on ahead. But I'm just talking about in general, these men are accepting your children, but you want to treat them like crap, but you want to go back to the man, or you want to take the abuse from the man that treated you like crap. As long as the man's beating you across your head, you know, punch you in your face, abusing you and your child, and using you, eating up all your food, not giving you a, 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 a dime, you want to respect a man like that. You know what I'm saying? You want to respect a man like that, but you don't want to respect the person that wants to come in and treat you like a gentleman. So, I mean, is that is you think that's just a thing for today? Like, are women just into that? I think it's what they're attracted to. Yeah. It's, that's what you're attracted to. That's what you... That's all they've ever seen, so that's all they can accept. Yeah. It's like they don't want something better. Right. And they, they stuck in that mode. Once they get out of that mode, then they will see. It's almost like they settle for less, seriously. Right. I think settle, the optimum word. It seems an awful lot like there's this really large trend in America that, okay, well, they're nice sometimes, and they can do this for me and that for me. Okay, well, even though the person makes them absolutely miserable, they stay. Mm -hmm. You know, there could be a whole whole host of reasons. I mean, anywhere from, well, he really does love me, or, oh, well, you know, I they pay a few bills around here, or they treat my kids good. Well, that's gr- great and dandy, but, you know, one of these days that whack to the head is going to knock your head open and kill your ass. Oh, please. I, these will be good to get that because some of these women... They, these men aren't even doing that much for them. All they can do is come in that house and be a professional pipe layer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Mr. Plumber. All they That's need, what you call all him. All they need is a man that, that has something as big as thick as a, a, a can of pork and beans <laughs> to, to ram and to jam all that up in them, and that's all they want. Yeah, knowing that he got a family somewhere else. Right. I mean, that's all. That's all these women want. They don't want anything of quality. They don't. They don't want anything of substance. They want to settle for someone 
that can come in, make them feel good for uh, 15, 25, two minutes. I don't know. It just depends on what that man, you know. There's a lot of numbers there. <laughs> and last time I checked, sex doesn't pay the bills unless you are just a hooker, but these women are so stupid, they ain't even getting paid. They opening their legs up, they ain't even getting paid. Mm-hmm. I had a... Um... Prostitution at all, but I'm saying, wow, you're not, you're not getting anything. This is a one-dimensional, one-sided relationship. Yeah, but why do they you know, stand? Now I, I, I question women that uh, will lay down their self-respect and dignity for a man. They, they'll put. I've seen women. I've heard of women that will even put a man before their, their child or their daughter. They know the man's in the home, blessing the kids, abusing the kids, doing all kind of stuff, and they'll put their kids out before they'll put a man out. Hmm? Or they'll feed that hand steak and get their kids hot dogs. No, and... They'll feed that man some steak and get their kids some hot dogs. Mm. And you know what? I can, you know, I don't mind putting myself out here in the spotlight on this, but why did I stay as long as I did? It was not a physically violent relationship, but why did I stay? Well, the downhill slide didn't occur overnight. It took some time. Like all these spousal abusers or whatever, it doesn't start overnight. It starts out a really good, beautiful thing, and then it gradually goes down to there. But yeah, that, that, I think that's the art form, though, of it. It like, is. I, I think it, it absolutely is. Absolutely. You know, I, I think people show you their true colors when you first meet them. I just think it's always there. You know, it's not like, you know, you don't see this person being this awful person, you know, through the rest of I just think it's there. I just think some people just look right past it, you know. Yeah. Just because he's cute, you know, he just can't have these ways, you know. Right, because you fall in love with the dream person that was just the greatest thing that you ever had in your life. And for a while, they are. And you are just head over heels for this, and it sticks. It doesn't, yeah, and like I said, the gradual process takes more than probably a couple months. It may take a year or two. Now, the one I was in was great for two years. Wonderful. After that, then things start to go downhill. But by then, you learn to be madly in love with this person. You've seen all their beautiful qualities. You've seen all the stuff that can be just charming and wonderful and great and love them more than life itself, and then that's when you get into trouble. So it's almost, let me ask you this. this I wonder if this is an analogy that we can use in that, in that respect. Is it almost like that, you know, I, I, I got the craziest analogies. Is it almost like that, that crackhead, is it almost like that crackhead that, 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 that tries crack for the first time and they have this, this wonderful experience, this like mind-boggling, life-altering experience, literally, and and you know how they said, like, when a person does drugs, like, the, you you never get that first high again. 
but right. you keep you get addicted to it, hoping that you're gonna get to that high end. Is it kind of like that with relationships to where, okay, it starts off well, it's just like you know just just marvelous. actually you hit the nail on the head more accurately than you can say because if we look at the biological function of the human body, when you get this rush of love. All these endorphins and all these neurochemicals are released in the body, and you ride on the high of that. So can you get addicted to that great, wonderful, hopeful feeling just like crack? You bet you can. And you'll do just about anything to get it back. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. And I think some people realize that some people, man, I'll tell you, some of these people are professional kind artists, and they got that science down to they got it down to a science because they know they. I mean, and I've seen men, man. They 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 know how to balance it. It's like balancing the damn checkbook. They know how they know how to stay above water because they know how to go over to this woman's house and then hop right on over there after he gets some, you know, get a plate of steak and potatoes. He's jump right over this house and he's you know going to this woman's house eating up her food, digging up in her behind and jumping back and forth. Or he's going home to his family, you know, and this other woman, she's here alone at night, you know what I'm saying, laying in the bed, don't have anything, keep her warm at night, and he's at home with his family. And the woman at home, she doesn't even know anything going on. But you know what? You know what? I'm I'm going to have to say, yes, she do. She ain't no fool. She just sit there and she accepts it. You know, she put it in the back of her mind like she don't know, but it's, she knows. Yeah. She's accepted. Because come on now. If he ain't at home with you every night and you'll be come on now. You want to know something's going on. I agree with DeAndra. Yeah, it's like in one of the Tyler Perry plays, and I'll quote a little bit of Medea here, and she says, you know, when what, this lady says, Medea, I had no clue. And Medea says, don't sit there and tell that lie. There was always a sign. Exactly. It's always there. Cheaters are not that intelligent. They will screw up at some point. They will give you signs if you'll pay attention to it. You know, it's just like some women. They just blow it off. You know, he ain't no, he, don't, he would never tell me. How do you have time to come up to your house when he was here with me all day? You, that's spoken like a, a dumb fool. Girl, we, we get her on the roll. We get DeAndre on the roll. Yeah, that is, because I have a woman be like that. Cause, and don't get me wrong, you know, I done ran into that plenty of times where she done been, well, a girl done called me up. Which, you know, I want you, because you can have your little man, because he couldn't do nothing for me anyway. You know, because I ain't ready to fight over no no man. Sorry, no. You know, she done called me up. She's like, well, how, do you, how was he with you when he was just here with me? I'm like, that's smoking like a fool. I should go boo by play right up her head for even seeing that. <laughs> You know, you're an idiot. Seriously. And there are so many women out here just like her. So many. Right. You're right. You're right. You are so and he loved me. So I don't think he could have been on that with you. God can describe his penis to you while you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Let's not even get that started. But you can have him back because he couldn't do nothing for me anyway. Because now I'm talking about 10. If he's if he messing around with me, he's messing around with 10 other people too. So I ain't the first, and I dang sure ain't going to be the last. And they got a man on the side, too. Mm. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. Don't even get started on them. 
<laughs> but girl, I mean, but see, these women don't don't know. I mean, and a lot of these men out here doing everything in the street, and they bring that stuff right on home to their wife, and they and they sitting here clueless. Mm-hmm. And this woman's womb is filled with poison. They always they know they men cheating. They just don't want to see it. They just you know, I always they put it out of their mind, like it's never happened, but they know it's happening. But they just put it out of their mind. Right, and I'll I'll give them if this was you know if the cheating incident was a one-time oops, which, again, I don't really agree with the oops part because it takes two to dance last time I went. Two to to dance that dance anyway. Hold on, Mark. How is it going to be a oops? Exactly. That's why I corrected myself there. Yeah, but you know, but you know, that's a good point because some people think that it is a oops. How you how you how you accidentally cheat? And that's, and that's exactly how they look at it too, because they can say oops, and they and they know you. See, this is the time how some men get with women, because they know they dumb. You know, they know they weak minded. You know, they'll let them mess up as many times as they want to. Now they know they're gonna take a match. That's why the men cheat on them, because they know she's gonna take me back. Yeah, and after I said that, I was like, wait a minute, it's not an oops because it does take two. But <laughs> you know, they'll look at one like, okay, it was an oops, whatever, and then you know, hey. I was there. I considered the first one an oops when... Yeah, see, as soon as you excuse that first one, that's when the second and third and fourth and fifth guy happened. Right. And, you know, the one, I, I, I guess what the point I was getting to there was referring back to that, you know, it's, you know, looking for the signs. Okay, if there was a one-time deal that somebody just, you know, they went off, they didn't think, they did it, a person might be able to cover that one up. You might be able to cover up one. But if you are the type of guy that is, or man or woman, that's going out there and having a whole lot of oopses repeatedly, one after another, and doing this to your partner time and time again, then the other partner can't really be that dense. I'm sorry. I just don't feel like you ever love that person in the first place if you want to cheat on them. Right, because there's, you know, one time a person might be able to hide it, and the spouse have no clue. But if this type of person is making the mistake repeatedly, 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 there's signs there. They are. I gotta, I gotta you know, I gotta disagree on that because you know, can't nobody hide nothing. Because what's them in the dark will come to light. Well, I don't know. You could. I've seen people that could probably pull off one and hide it and right. never come back out. It might not come out like did in at that time in that moment, but trust me, on down the line, it would definitely come out. Man, I don't know, but I like this guy a lot. This but the repeated so ones, repeat, repeat offenders, we'll call them. You, you know, the spouse has got to be able to have a clue there. I mean, what you know? Open your eyes, look around. You know, pay attention. Okay, I got a question for y'all real quick. Let me jump in here and ask y'all this real quick. So, when it comes to people cheating, do you think that the, okay, okay, I'm going to set this scenario for you real quick, okay? It's a woman, and she's married with her husband, and he's cheating with another woman. Do you think that the the, the wife should get mad at the other woman, or should she be mad at the man? Well, see, I'm a, now they married. Okay. Okay, they married, they in a relationship, however you want to do it. Boop, boop, okay. boop, boop, you know. You can get mad. To me, both of them, because this is marriage. This ain't girlfriend and boyfriend, you know. This is marriage. We like, like a regular boyfriend, girlfriend.
it doesn't. This is when they just took these vows, they just said all these things to each other. To me, I ain't gonna be, I'm just gonna keep it real. I would have killed them. Seriously. Please don't keep it real. I would have killed you and her too. You know, even if she still was dumb. Women though, come on now. I have a slightly different perspective on this. I would just kill both of them, seriously. Okay. What's your perspective, Michael? My perspective on this is I blame the person, I blame the cheating husband. I don't blame the other person. Why not? Because they're going to get them a piece. Hey, there are millions of people out there in the world that are just out there to get them a piece. Hey. You know what, and I always say this too, because I always say you should ask questions before you sleep with anybody, because I'm going to have a whole list for you before we even get in the bed together. Yeah, and I don't blame the other person in the relationship that I was in where the constant fidelity was going. I didn't blame the other person. Hey, they were just out to get him a piece. Hey, well, more power to them. That's their choice. I blame entirely 110% the person that I was with because they knew better. I'm going to tell you, I'll agree with Michael because I'm going to tell you why. Because if it wasn't that person, it's going to be somebody else that's willing. Yep, you, you got it. Saying? So you can't be mad at the world. You took vows with that person. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't get mad. You, can't, you can have a little attitude with them like a woo-woo-woo, whatever. But first and foremost, if you're going to get mad at somebody, get mad at the person that cheated on you. Because yeah. whether it's the person that he cheated with or someone else, he's going to get him a piece if he wants to cheat on you. Yep. And the other person, like like Michael said, they're going to be out to get them some, too. But see, I understand what you're saying, but before you even take that out, you already know what you get ready to marry into anyway. Come on now. You ain't just think this was just some good man, you know, he'd have been good to me. Come on now. It's always been something there that says, give you that gusto and that wait a minute. You know, I think he's creeping. I tell you what, though, the first in the relationship that I was in, the first two years, even at my standpoint where I am at now, and I look back into the past, and I have come a long way since then, I still cannot say that the first two years gave me any indication that this person was going to start doing that. Until well, it actually happened. Well, I'm so happy I can lead people. Yeah. Back, yeah, you know, oh, I can size them up pretty quick nowadays, but <laughs> I can spot a playa at 20 paces. But back then, the first two years was nowhere, didn't have the bone in his body to be like that. But then all of a sudden there was this computer, which brought an extra lure of temptation. Then it went to... That's when that's when it starts happening when you looking past like he ain't I don't see him as being that cheating type and then be always the one. Yeah, the first two years it wasn't, but when that thing come into presence and then there was this thing, yeah, you, you it manifested and it brought itself about. I'm gonna tell you, so many people will tell you the internet will ruin your relationship. Yes, it will. Because it can. I'll it say I will. Will but it can. To fall into that temptation. You know, and I've heard so many, like the Internet, ruining people's relationships, whether the person has a porn addiction in a relationship or if they discover that, hey, I can get online. Okay, And it might start out like, with something like, you know, they just get online and then yeah. they go to these porn websites. And then from there they get linked up to these hookup sites like mm-hmm. I.E., Craigslist, 
where they where it's just so easily available. Like it's right. just so it's right there. It's not like <laughs> back then it, it it was harder to hook up with people because you you don't know who, who's going to be down or who's not going to be right. down. Now I will say from my own perspective, looking back over the years, yeah, after I seen the website that was on there and where this person was going to to chat and make friends. I wasn't totally stupid at that point. I, that was my red flag. That was the red flag. But up until seeing that, I had no clue. I thought it was surfing the net. I got online. I surfed the net. I wasn't on them things at the time. Yeah, but it, it depends on how long he was surfing the net. Because if, if we hit at 5 p.m. and then you still up at 5 a.m., then we got a problem. Oh, no. They went to bed when I did. But we had different work schedules. Because we have about uh, we have six minutes left. We're gonna fast forward to you know we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. So looking back on where you are then and now, are you putting up with the bullshit now? <laughs> well, this is interesting because Seneca, you know me personally, and you know that I've got about a uh, ten second tolerance to anything. Ah, like yeah, you you'll read you'll read a yeah you'll read a bitch. You, Nowadays, you. I've got I can see a player at twenty paces. And if I even get the hint or the whiff that that's going on, oh, I'll ask questions first. I'll play it cool, and I'll ask questions. And now, defending the last person I was in a relationship with, I've seen some stuff I didn't like, seen some stuff that threw up some red flags. I sit the person down and had a talk with them. And in the course of a healthy conversation, they had concrete proof beyond the shadow of a doubt they weren't doing the thing so sit down and ask questions and you know when they you know if the person is willing to engage you in healthy dialogue and show you proof that nothing's going on cool great move on roll on with your life have fun with your relationship but the minute that they start jumping stupid or trying to cover their tracks or make excuses get the hell out Well, because the last person I was with, they were totally innocent. They didn't do a thing. Do a part three of this. Like I really, I really like this. I don't know when we're gonna do this, but we really need to do a part three of this because this is wow. Like I can believe it. We are almost done. Like seriously, this is. We have four minutes left. I mean, do you guys have any final thoughts or anything? If we, if we all going to cheat and do what we do, guys, as I call it, let's all use protection, please. Even if you don't put it in your mouth, put a condom on it. Mm. Yes, those are some golden words. We don't even want to mess with nothing out here because it's just, mm. there's stuff that's out here that you don't even have names to. Exactly. You don't know who's messing with who. You don't know, and women, your man could be messing with a man. So don't think that he ain't, because he... Girl, what you got to say about women? My man will never do that. My uh, not my man. You got to get that. That's just like the woman that says, uh, how, did, how was you messing with my man when he was here with me? Mm. My man ain't gay, mm-hmm. When you say that, that's, that, that be you with the man that's gay. Mm. You mm. think because he... 
He a thug and he all thugged out. He wears pants all down, you know. He looking cute, whatever. Mm-hmm, boo. Yo, man. And the last thing that I would say is don't just take anything for granted. Ladies, gentlemen, ask questions. If something doesn't look right, and like I say, there's always signs. There's always signs there. If it doesn't look right, ask some questions. Right. Now, if he took your back, if you took his back body, he punched you in the mouth, then you know what you got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we try and end it on a positive note. You know, the last relationship I was in, that individual never cheated a single time. Never did. But I asked questions, and I got to the bottom of it. Exactly. Ask questions first. And I didn't ask questions in the one years ago, and that got me into a whole lot of trouble. That's not to be confused with that. Hmm. It's not to be confused with shoot first and ask questions later. Exactly. I know I'm a dancer as well, because you know I always got mine in my past. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Lord, a piece of steel. Peace will be steel. Okay. Everything around you will be sealed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps up the show, guys. Um, check us out at www.myspace.com slash UCOFW. We're on YouTube.com uh, slash UCOFW. Michael will be having a website soon and um, information. And DeAndre, we're hoping to get you a show soon. Hey. Hey, girl. So just keep us. Um, we don't have part part uh, three of this. So just keep it locked. Um, we have about one minute re- remaining, and we're gonna um, do the outro. And I will talk to you guys later. I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye bye. All right then. Bye. You are now listening.